Welcome back to the High and Inside podcast. We've been gone for a while. Uh, we both went to the Japanese MLB All-Star game. Man, we had a blast out there. It was fun. You probably saw us on TV. Konnichiwa. No, we didn't. You're yeah, wrong. Joel, Joel Bronson picked up some language, uh, some some words over there. So domo, he may be throwing them in. The domo no regato, Mr. Robato. Robato. Yeah, we listened to a lot of sticks on the way there, too, So and on the way back. Yes, but uh, hey, hey, but we're back. We're back from our Japanese tour. Um, <laughs> no, let's be honest. Well, with, let's be honest with folks, because I believe in being honest and and, and organic. Um, I I was in jail. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't want to mention that. I went streaking in through Japan. The, yeah, no, Japan. no, no. I was here in, in the in the good old U.S. I I went streaking through a McDonald's. Um, I don't know why. Uh, I just felt like that was the thing to do. Well, when you want that Big Mac, you do what you got to do, did buddy. You, did you just shush Larry? No, I shushed my, uh, one of my kids coming in the room. Oh. Um, if they want to join, they can. I mean, I believe, uh, like I said, organic and genuine and, and real. And you know what's real? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and steal your, uh, not my Christmas tree. No, it's very fake. Um, yeah, it's fake. Uh, Clark what's Griswold real? would be proud. Um, we have a couple of postseason award winners mm-hmm. in, in in our organization, um, and I think that's pretty cool. I even had kids come up to me because you know they know I'm the baseball coach, and they're like, "Hey, didn't didn't your manager win the manager of the year?" And I'm like, "How do you know? Like, do you even care?" And they're like, "Oh, I just saw it on the news." And uh, good old Snit won the manager of the year award. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, he did. Um, real quick, we can go over the awards. I'm just going to touch on the National League, and then we can go off of that and touch other stuff and touch each other. <laughs> no, we're a little too far away to touch each other, and I don't swing that. I'm, dri- I'm actually driving down there right now. All right. On my way. Well, your governor yeah. your governor probably touches a lot of things, but never mind. I, I digress. Arnold, Sch- Arnold Schwarzenegger is my only governor I recognize. Get on the chapa. Do it now. Get down. So the um, Monday it came out that the Rookie of the Year was our – Blessed Savior, baby boy, Ronald Acuna. Acuna Matata. Yeah, who who is actually really was in Japan, not with us. Um, <laughs> he, so you know, you he, know, he hit a bomb. He hit that bomb. Did you see that the did, replay of it at least? And yeah, and that's one thing I want to bring up about the the style of hitters. And, and that's I'm gonna, all you want to bring up. Okay. Well, no, uh, that particular okay. home run. If you home run, if you notice. It's it's like everything is calm with him in his in his stance pre pre swing, and you see so many hitters nowadays like Bryce Harper. All the kids want to hit like Bryce Harper, you know. And every all these moving parts and and all this you know this humongous preload don't don't do it. And you know all these moving parts and you know sometimes you just need to stay you know calm and in, in, in your pre swing. And, and let your muscles do the talking. And that's what Acuna does. He really, I mean, it, what looked like a fly ball, he had enough power and enough, you know, uh, backspin on the ball with, with his swing t- with swing style, and he knocked it 400 and some odd feet. Yeah, that definitely when it came off the bat, any other player, I think that would have been a pop-up into the outfield, and that thing just kept going. Very impressive. And, uh, and it's cool because he's out there. He was out there playing with Soto, the the guy he was in competition with, and they look like they were getting along pretty good. So that's always cool to see. Well, and two I think young yeah, guys. I think the fans made that out to to be a lot more than it was, and it really wasn't competition. I mean, Acuna kind of blew him out of the water, but 
Yeah, yeah. He and I apologize. I apologize for saying preload and blow in in the same segment. So uh, just go ahead, go on, carry on. Uh, carry on there. Carry on, my wayward um, son. Tuesday, Brian Snicker. Heard it? You ever heard of this guy, Brian Snicker? I remember him when he coached uh, for the. He was the manager of the Mississippi Braves. Am I correct? Yeah, but he. I, I just mainly remember him from the 1971 Macon high school baseball team. I didn't know he did anything after that, to be honest with you. But well, yeah, apparently he's the manager of the Braves. Well, and I remember him from managing in the minor leagues with the Braves because that mustache was absolutely epic. I think the only People, better mustache I've ever seen is Tom Selleck. And, you know. and for those who didn't listen to my story I, uh, I did, what was that, two or three weeks ago about his high school team? Yeah. His coach – had the same mustache, so I bet that's where he got influenced to grow his Fu Manchu. Yeah. Or he just maybe just really liked the village people. I don't know. But, yeah, Brian <laughs> Snicker wins the NL Manager of the Year. I think that was well-deserved. He has, I, th- I thought Craig Council had a real good shot, but uh, Snicker thankfully won. I think, I think it takes a lot more to turn three in a, well, three in a row 90 lost teams. I believe that's not proper English, which when I never really do speak proper English, I'll cut you. <laughs> but uh, for him to turn the team around and then come to win the NLEs, that just that is awesome. Well, and I don't think I, I don't want to say that he did more with less. I, I think he did more with a lot uh, of youth, young, the yes. youths. Yep. He did a lot with the youths. And I think that that, you know, that epitomizes a manager of the year to me. Not that council didn't do a great job. But I think when you look at the at the young roster and, and a lot of those young pitchers that Snicker uh, you know, managed up and coached up, I think that he did an outstanding job, even though he gets a lot of criticism for a lot of people for his management of the bullpen. Well, that's pretty much every manager, just about. No one's perfect with the the whole bullpen situation. So, well, I, uh, I think Facebook is is bleeding over into Twitter. I think that's the problem. But, probably, uh, probably, but I'll, I'll finish off the just the NL winners. You uh, do that. Cy Young, Degrom, with his ten wins, but excellent ERA. One. I, I still think that's that's ridiculous. But no, I'm cool with it. I, I like it. I like it. I mean, I, I really sure, could care less. I mean, we didn't have a candidate uh, from the Braves, so I mean, it. You know, I think Fulty finished up there somewhere. But, I have no clue where, but but I'm comparing him to the other to the other hitters to or to mm. the other hitters. Jesus Christ, hitters. Yeah, um, he's the other really pitchers. He, he, you know, he was he was a distant second, if at, at best, to anybody that that were you know leading candidates. But I wonder if Charlie Culberson had a a vote in there somewhere for his pitching. No. I think he was like fiftieth in Cy Young. No. Okay. No. All right. The no. uh, MVP, the MVP for Thursday announced, and it was Yelich. I don't think that was any big shocker, but Arenado finishes in the top three yet again. I think that guy hopefully will win one soon. But Yelich is just the year he had, and you know, going from uh, from the team that just stinks constantly to going to a winner and going to a new ballpark really helped his stats, pad those stats. So. He's the winner. Not a fan and, of Yelich, uh, but he is a good player. I'm just, I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I, just face, maybe? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Just why, you know, now that I see your face, I want to punch it less, you know. 
Awesome. Thank you. You're yeah. you're a sweet talker. No, no problem. So I was gonna I was gonna mention this. Freddie Freeman finished fourth in the voting with eight third place and eight fourth place votes. And believe it or not, Ronald Cunha Jr. came in twelfth and received one fifth place votes uh, vote. So yeah, and Marcakis was a little bit down from that, but we don't really have to talk about him anymore because he's not on the Braves. I'm just joking. <laughs> Is that a definite do you think that they don't bring him back at all? I think so. I, I don't think he, I don't think he's coming back. I mean, I think there's a slight possibility, but I just think it's I don't know. The only thing I could say is maybe he's a placeholder for one more season, and hoping Christian Pache, if he's not traded, will be up here in 2020. Because I saw, I think I think it was Mark Bowman was uh, wrote an article and kind of a time frame of when Christian Pache would be coming up, and he kind of mentioned more 2020 could be probably the soonest. Uh, which I'm, I kind of agree, but uh, that would be the only reason. It'd be a one-year deal, but it just it wouldn't excite me. Um, I think they need to do do something else, man. I like to I like to see them just go out and make a deal with the Yankees and get Clint Frazier. I'd be cool with that. No, I don't think they're going to trade him, but um, uh, I don't want to steal your thunder because you do the you do the show notes every week and you kind of lead. Uh, lead the blind dog over here. Um, but there are some interesting tidbits I want to get to. I can't wait for you to uh, get to the one about the free agent that shall remain nameless. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, what um, and that, and I'm looking at my show notes now, but uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But what I'll do is I'm going to kind of, we can try to do this weekly, but uh, until they're signed, but I'm going to kind of discuss some free agent guys that are obviously free agents now that uh, could be targets for the Braves. Doesn't mean I'm saying, hey, I think they're going to sign them, but it's just get some info out there and discuss them. But before we get to that, uh, I wanted to uh, kind of discuss, go back, you know, how we were in Japan and you got you got arrested <laughs> in Japan at their Japanese McDonald's. And um, question I was thinking about is we've seen we've seen American like guys like Bobby Valentine go over there and manage Japanese teams. You think an MLB team would hire a Japanese manager to manage their team, or do you think that would just be too much and too difficult? Say, you know, if they don't speak English, um, things like that. But it's been done the other way around, so why can't it be done this way? I just think that you would end up having. Hi, hi, hi. Yes, hi. I think you would end up having to get a a, a, a legend from Japan. I don't think that. And I'm not familiar with who who who's legends out there to be honest with you either. Oh, I'm think Jesus. I'm thinking like a Sadaharu O. You'd have to get a guy who had a great career, and you know had had, had you know really developed some chops as a manager in in the Jap- Japanese league before they even consider it. Also, I think another factor that that gets in the way of that is, um, who cares? Let him run around. Um, play Cowboys and Indians, yeah, tie you up, set you on fire. Um, I, I think another thing is is, a, is the good old boy system. I, I think that there's too much, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like there's too much rehash well, and too much, too much retread. You know, they, they bring... Do you think something would be said, because you just made me think about this point, then the good old boy system, there's barely any black managers do you think there would be a fuss if they went out and got a Japanese manager over saying, okay, well, we need more black managers in here? Uh, you think that would kind of start a stink? 
I I absolutely do. Um, I think it's you know. It, how do you say this without being politically incorrect? I've always said that you should get the best guy for the job. I'm, I think I'm with you. I think that the NFL, I think that Major League Baseball, I even think the NBA, I think there's a lot of retread and a lot of rehash there when there probably yeah. should be younger, uh, more vibrant, more exciting. John Gruden. <laughs> and excited guys that should get a shot. Now, I'm a Gruden fan. I just don't know how this is going to work out. I hope it works out because I like Gruden. But, you know, when you see, you know, and I'm not saying these guys shouldn't get coordinator jobs or, or position coach jobs, speaking uh, specifically to the NFL, but I just think there's too much retread. I think, and it happens in college football too. I mean, Les yeah. Miles is a great coach, but they're talking about he's going to get hired at Kansas. And I know Kansas is a really, you know, cruddy job, but why not bring up some of these new coordinators and give somebody else a shot to do the job? I think that there's a lot of good old boy system. I think there's a lot of back channels, and, and I I think that's probably the biggest roadblock for a Japanese manager to ever come over and, and manage in the major leagues. And I think also some of those Japanese managers, some of the Japanese, you know, baseball league folks probably say, I don't want the headache. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure in Japan, but, you know, you're coming halfway across the world, and I just think a lot of them don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, it, it, I mean, that's got to be tough for any man to come over here. You got your way set. You're over there. I saw Mr. Baseball. I know what I'm talking about. But uh, especially if there's a language barrier, trying to communicate to a whole team, I think it'd definitely be tough. I don't I don't say – I say we – it could happen, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime. If it hasn't happened by now, it's probably not going to happen probably not. anytime soon. I just um, – I, I think Dusty Baker will get hired again before they hire a Japanese manager. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think there's so many potential guys in the coaching system now. And look at their, their hiring guys with no experience, such as Boone. Um, I know there's been other ones out there that, that, that's that been discussed. But, I mean, and I like that they do that. They're giving these guys chances. And I thought Boone did a pretty good job. He just played in the best division out there to kind of, you know, win 100 games and come in second. Um, so, anyways, the, I'll go back to what we did we uh, we we mentioned here, and that's uh, potential targets for the Braves that are free agents. And I'm going to highlight one guy, and uh, this is a guy that is a veteran pitcher, a starting pitcher, and uh, he was actually with the Braves before. And this guy is Charlie Morton. All right, do we get all the boos and the hisses now from a bunch of people? Do you want that? Boo. Well, as long as we have pine tar here, I think Charlie Morton is good to go. His spin rate will be excellent. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Oh, shut up. You guys shut up. Yeah. So go back to your jobs. I think it's a, I think okay. it's a good move. He's a veteran starter, um, free agent. I, I think you can get him pretty cheap. You know, I, 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 I would rather see them do something like that than go and trade a lot of pieces for a, a Sonny Gray or somebody like that. Yeah, and I think it's a good chance with what's going on with Houston. They've lost starters and they lost uh, Lance McCullers to injury. So Charlie, Charlie Morton's probably going to go back to them if they want to do that. But you know, like you said, he's been an inexpensive player. I think the last year, I think he made $7 million last year. He's And he's really only came into his own in the past two or three years. But he's he's actually, I think he just turned 35 or he's just about to turn 35. So he's up there. Now, some of you guys that he's are younger – yeah, ooh, old Fart McGee. But uh, 
some of you guys may not remember because it's been so long ago, but Morton was actually drafted by the Atlanta Braves in the 30 round or third round, sorry, 95th overall in the 2002 draft. And they wound up trading him to Pittsburgh for just some crap. Nate McLeod, I believe. Oh, stop. Nate, he, well, he sucked. He sucked when he came over here. But uh, his last two seasons are really just his best. Uh, 2018, he went 15-3, and had a 3.13 ERA. He pitched 167 innings and had 201 strikeouts. Dang. Pretty dang good. So uh, I, don't, I don't know what he's deciding he's going to do. I've heard rumors that he may – retire soon so i don't know if he's going to try to pitch another season or two i'd like to see the braves possibly invest in a one or two year contract with him and i know we got all these young guys but i I feel like a good veteran pitcher brought in would would do some good trust the mortons pitcherman (laughs) ha ha you like that just came up with it that's good stuff right there i don't care who you are can you can you hit the boo button on your thing again uh no because that's not that's not oh you can't do it for yourself no all right fine don't boo me. Boo this man. <laughs> he and he so what, marijuana. Any 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 thoughts on that? With the I'd love to see him do it. I, you know, I think he'd be a great sign. You know, a great signing for like a two year contract. I'd sign yeah. him for two years, thirty million. I'd sign him for two years, thirty million over going for Sonny Gray. Yeah, I mean, if he'd made fifteen million a year, that's the most he's ever made. Per I mean, that'd be a great. That, that would. Lost, huh? Yeah, that would be a great. You know close out your career kind of contract that would set him up and, and he'd be a great veteran starter here. Even if he could, you know, you know, even if he, he, he was even an innings pitched and in strikeouts, you know, that'd be great. I know. I know. I agree. You know, I, do you know? He agrees. Do you know? He ain't going to email you. Do you know? He ain't going to email you. Who going to email who? My brother. I just found out that my brother, uh, is a transsexual. He makes ecstasy in his basement. Really? And uh, yeah, he said he make it makes him dance better. So I'm like, hey, okay, cool. Does he no. does he put the lotion on its skin? No, that's my cousin. Oh, okay. You got some interesting. I got a lot of criminals members. in my family. Right? Yeah. Well, are you ever gonna joking. get? Are you ever gonna get to the free agent that nobody ever speaks of and we are not to talk about? The the free agent whose name we shall not mention. Because no, everybody wants to talk about him. Everybody wants to. Everybody wants to lynch him. It's crazy. Talking about Machado? No, no, forget him. Uh, he's bad. Boo this man. Boo this man. Who Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Who's that? I saw some talks where there uh, he's in discussions with the Chicago Cubs. Ah, uh, that's not happening. How do you know? Because if they're already talking about budget issues and trying to thin out the budget by listening on everybody, I don't, I don't, I think, I think because of recently I heard on a podcast and I think it was Buster Olney discussing that uh, once they, I think they got their budget back and kind of looked at it recently and realized, hey, uh, we kind of got to be careful with our money here. And they already got quite a hello, hello. I feel the um, same way when we talk about Bryce Harper. So, I I think more of the Phillies are going to be the ones that have a big shot. I'd hate to see him go to the Phillies. I'd love to see him come to it. Yeah, me too. I mean, we've already dealt with him in the NL East with Nationals, but I'd hate even more with the Phillies. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think. Yeah. 
right? Well, and and you know how I feel about their starting pitchers. I mean, I think I think Philadelphia is just a a, a good manager away from you know really being a, a force. So if they get Harper and they've got Hoskins, come on, they got a great manager. Yeah, right. Any manager that doesn't warm up a pitcher and then calls for that pitcher that's not warmed up is a great manager. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are so, you directing traffic over there? I, yeah. I, yeah. Got everybody in the in the house wanting to be a part of this number one hit podcast we're on. Really? Well, that's you know. Well, yeah. You know, we've been missing a couple things uh, the past couple weeks. Yeah, like a new pair of shorts for you. Ooh. No, I don't. Well, know. that I, just bumped up our ratings. I hope Mr. <laughs> Bill Murphy's listening. No, no, he probably doesn't listen. He's got he's so that busy. Was, that was Joel Bronson, everyone. It was not. His pants, not. It was a sound effect. That was the sure. dog. It was, it was the dog. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was my mother-in-law. Hell, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just walks by and gets. She's such <laughs> a. She's such a jerk. Has the machine gun farts, but uh, what you got next? Uh, Hit me. Okay, Hit. let's let's go to the uh, little thing that we've been doing. <laughs> knew it knew oh it. my pervert pervert who the uh who? the once once a week thing that we have done that's little um wow this week we're going to move to the national league west and once i say the team's name you're going to tell me the person that you associate with that team okay we've done the nl east and we've done the nl central and your pants has done the nl crap yep so I am going to start with the Giants. I'm not going to go too far back. I'm going to stick mostly to my childhood. And I'm the guy I think God, that's of, really far back. Shut up. The, the guy, New York Giants. Not. Are you done? <laughs> Just, I'm done now. Go. Proceed. John McGraw. No. Um, the guy I think of is Will Clark. Uh, yeah. I didn't think about him. Maggie thinks of Will Clark, too. So. I thought you were going to say, like, Ke- is it Kevin Mitchell or Keith Mitchell? Kevin Mitchell, Kevin right? Mitchell. Yep, Kevin Mitchell. He's back in those days. Yep. You know, and, so and, Will you know a, a pitcher I think of with the Giants who was who was pretty filthy at the time? Rick Beck. Rick Russell. Remember Rick Russell? Uh, I remember the name, but I don't remember him specifically any details about him. Big old, big old. I mean, he was an older guy when he pitched for the Giants, but, man, his stuff was filthy. Woo! Yeah, I thought you were going to say Rod Beck. I remember him as a giant mainly. I think he pitched with the Red Sox too, maybe. So my guy is just the obvious. It's Barry Bonds, your hero, your All Lord right, and Savior, Barry Bonds. Move on. So let's move to the Dodgers. Who you got? I go back to the 80s, man. I go back to, you know, Steve Garvey and, you know, Kirk Gibson and Ron Say and, you know, Tom, and I'm not a big fan of his, but Tommy Lasorda. Yeah, he's just a jerk to kids. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Lasorda is probably my guy. He I mean, am I allowed to pick a manager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's my pick. You know who's another Dodger guy? Mike Sosha. Mike Piazza. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. You should know. <laughs> you should know better by now that I don't pick the steroid guys. So. He didn't do steroids. He did too. Book. He didn't do you lie. Do you think of Mike Piazza, when you picture him, do you picture him as a Dodger or a Met? Uh, I think of Piazza with a pepperoni and mushrooms. Hmm, that's racist. Italian racist. I like pizza. Well, how is that racist? Oh, my God. It just keeps getting worse, guys. Please, if you're offended, write all your letters to P.O. Box 
Joel Bronson. Okay. That yeah, that's um, that's Move all. On. Just write PO box on an envelope. That's all you do, and just send it in the mail. Wow. It's kind of like going to Santa Claus. Okay. North Pole. North Pole. Whoa. <laughs> you, you said pole. <laughs> you said north. Mm. Uh, Rockies. This one's tough. Rockies. For me, Larry Walker. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of was what I was maybe going to go with, but I went with Todd Helton. That's a good one. A very, a very underrated player. You think? You think I, Todd? Opinion. You think Todd Helton ever makes the Hall of Fame? Golly, uh, I don't. I think. I think. I think the, it's the, close. The Colorado bias is what keeps him out. Yeah, I mean, if if Larry Walker hasn't made it, and he had such a great career too, I don't. I don't think Todd Helton's going to. So. And you, you know, Murph played there for about a month. Yes, I do. Finished out his career in the old. Cobro. If uh, anybody out there has any game-used Colorado Rockies Dale Murphy items, uh, hit me up. At, send them to uh, my P.O. box. Just Joel Bonson, P.O. box, yep. send it in the middle. Everybody knows who I am. It's kind of like uh, cheers. Okay. Here's another one that's tough because these these organizations haven't been around as long as the other ones. So uh, you kind of have you guys coming in and out that weren't there super long, but the Diamondbacks. Who you got for them? Goldschmidt right now, if you're picking a current guy, you know, if he, especially if he stays and plays his whole career in Arizona. Um, but, you know, in the past, I'd have to go with Randy Johnson. Either him or Kurt yeah. Schilling. I mean, because they're, they're, you know, they're two big reasons they won a World Series. And don't forget, during that time, Matt Williams was a guy. I know I picture him with the Giants, but he was a pretty steady guy with the Diamondbacks, too. Matt oh, Williams, third baseman. Uh, I, I went with Randy Johnson because he just dominated, man. He just won so many Cy Youngs, and in and in I, as a Braves fan, I'm like, I am sick of this guy winning all the Cy Youngs because you want one of your guys to win them, Greg Maddox or Tom Glavin Smoltz. Well, you know what? Another interesting thing is, is two of the teams we've talked about. We've talked about Larry Walker. We've talked about Randy Johnson. Both of those guys started out with the Expos. Isn't that crazy? Very true. Very true. Yeah. It's 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 kind of crazy to think if you go back and name some of the guys that played with the Expos, people don't re- you know really remember like Pedro Martinez, Bartolo Colon. Uh, who else? Who else? Ramon who? Martinez pitched with the uh, with the Expos too. He was pretty good for the Dodgers back in the day. What quarterback, probably known as the best quarterback ever, still playing today, was drafted by the Expos? Still playing today. Yes, he still plays today. Football, NFL, in the NFL. Drew Brees? No, no, better than Drew Brees. Has had a lot more Super Bowls. Tom Brady? Yeah. No kidding. Did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, Very interesting. Very, very, very interesting. I sure hope that was correct. I'm pretty sure that was correct. But, yeah, he he was a ball player. Um. Padres is our final team. The Padres. Got to go Tony Gwynn. Junior or no, senior? No, senior. Yeah, senior. <laughs> it was interesting to me because I saw somebody interacting with you uh, about, you know, who do you think of when you when you hear these teams, and, and they said they couldn't think of anybody with the Padres. And I'm like, Tony Gwynn? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Most popular Padre ever. Yeah. One of the greatest hitters to live. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and some people are just, they're younger, they're not into baseball or the baseball history side of things, maybe, and just without thinking, but yeah, 
Tony Gwynn's my guy. Is there any other Padre you can think of? Steve Garvey was on the Padres. I think of him when I think of the Padres. Um, Ozzy Smith? Yeah, come on. Not really. John Crook? John Crook? The Crucka. One nut Crook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those are the NL West teams. And if you guys have ones you want to throw out that we didn't mention. Didn't uh, the Padres make the World Series in 84 against the Tigers? I believe believe that they did i know they played didn't they get they, they played the yankees in the 90s right was it yes. yankees and Kim, i think Kim, they got I think, swept i think yeah, was it cam and was with the padres at the time Gosh, i know might, Gwen was with them i think kevin brown pitched for the padres or was it they did and and yeah, yeah. They, i mean they got they got steamrolled but. i think they got yeah i think they got swept in the in the world series by the yankees so padres i don't know and now there's a rumor out there that the padres are interested in Noah Syndergaard. Have you seen that? Oh, that would be career suicide for him. Man, I, I don't get it. The Padres, they got some really good prospects and young guys coming up, and then they go out like last year and sign Eric Hosmer. Just like, why? Why? That makes no sense. Why? So, why? I got a little thing we're going to do. This is a, one of our games, and basically all this does is just makes the other person that's on the uh, end of the game uh, look stupid. So it's really simple, though, and I don't want you to cheat. That's why I didn't give you a heads up on what the game is. Hands are here. All it is is you have two options to guess for each question or for which uh, the two players. What I'm going to do is – White or two... drip dry? Sorry. Can't even go – can't, can't. That might be a might have should have just played that game because yeah. I don't even know what it is. But right. uh, here's here's the question: Which pitcher allowed more home runs this past season? I will give you two pitchers' names, and you tell me who you think it was. Are you ready? I am ready. Who gave up more home runs this past season? Julio Tehran or Zach Greinke? Julio Tehran. Wrong. Zach Greinke. Oh, good job. Thank you. Yay. That was a practice round, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you got 40 more to go. Um, Tehran gave up 26. Granky gave up 28. So they both really sucked at giving up the long ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Not not too great. All right, moving on. Next one. Kevin Gosman or Steven Matz? Matz. Wrong again by Oops. one. Kevin Gosman. One. Oh, man, dude. What you're going? You're going to go back after that we record and edit. I absolutely. I'm just <laughs> that's, what, that's what he's doing here, people. Yes. He'll so, edit himself. He'll so edit the wrong answer. I'll on. put. I'll keep so, the right answer on there, and then you'll sound like a complete idiot for saying no. You're wrong, and I'm like, no, I'm right. Yeah. Thanks. That'd be a great show. Yeah. Uh, Kevin awesome. Gosman, twenty six home runs given up. Matt's give uh given up uh, gave up twenty five. All right. Here's another fun one. <laughs> People are laughing. Uh, I'll do what I can to amuse the world. All right, here's the next two guys. Corey Kluber or Mike Fultonevich? Kluber. Finally. You don't have to edit this one out. Yeah, you got that right. Kluber gave up 25. Fulte gave up 17. Yeah, Fulte did a much better job than he did in past seasons with... Uh... Not, mm-hmm. no, I was going to say the obvious. It, I was going to give you a chance to interject there, but uh, with not, oh, giving, no, I... not giving up the long ball. Um... The schlong ball. Okay, next one. You ready? 
he's cheating. I think he's cheating people. He's on the phone. No, I'm actually looking at our Twitter account because I posted some pictures from our recording today. From you at the McDonald's? Yes, yes. <laughs> and I pixelated out the the areas that need to be pixelated. Oh, I didn't have to do much pixelating. It was like but, yeah, one pixel. Yeah, it's like it's like a pix. It's not even a pixel. Yeah. It's just a pix. Yeah. Hey, how do I get half a pixel on this on this area? I just need half a pixel. All right. That would have been a good time for your laugh laugh track. Oh my bad. Uh, I'm not with it. Right. Here we go, buddy. Sean Newcomb or Jake Arietta? Arietta. Very, very nice. Yes, that is correct. Tell him what he's won, Jill. Well, I don't think Jill I don't Bob. think Newcomb had enough uh, enough opportunities to give up a lot of home runs, did he? I mean, was it close? I didn't put the innings pitch down, but I'm not really sure. Well, how many home runs Arietta, did they give up? Arietta gave up 21. Newcomb gave up 18. Hmm. All right. Here is the last one. Dun, dun, dun. Anibal Sanchez. Or Patrick Corbin. Corbin. What? Ah, roof. Someone, someone's mad. Uh, this was a trick question. They're tied with 15 apiece. See, why do you do stuff like that? To make you look like an idiot. Thanks. Everyone's laughing at us now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. That's the five. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Oh, that's so interesting. It shows, com- it shows a little comparison of... You know, you look at a guy like Zach Greinke, who we all know is pretty good. I know he's getting older, but gives up 28 home runs compared to Tehran's 26. Sometimes that stuff's just – it doesn't make a difference. Right. And, and you know, Greinke pitched in a ballpark that they had the humidor use in and it cut down a lot of home runs out there too. So anything you want to add on to that real quick? There it is. Sorry, my bad. Okay, okay, you're banned from uh, any more of those. You're banned. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I got to do something because you're not dropping bats, and and Larry hasn't made an appearance. So, I mean, come Larry, on. Larry, Larry's in jail. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, anyways, uh, we're going to move on to the segment that I've been doing recently, where I just uh, give you some baseball information of stories that really aren't very popular. So, ah. Uh, this one, this one is actually very interesting. Um, yes, because it does give some facts that I didn't know about. Cool. Okay. Well, if you well, didn't there know you about go. it, then that that is interesting. So, here we go, guys. Here is story time with Joel roof, roof. Walker. Woof woof. Story time with story time with Maggie. Story time with the dog going ballistic. Here we go. Richard Nixon was our 37th president. Some of us know him more for his involvement with the Vietnam War and the Watergate scandal. His famous quote was, I'm not a crook. He eventually resigned as president. What most of us don't know is his ties to baseball. His story into baseball is broad in many ways. As an advocate for civil rights in the 1950s, Vice President Nixon became one of Jackie Robinson's most respected admirers. Robinson even publicly endorsed Nixon later campaigns. How does this sound? Commissioner Nixon. In 1965, while the former vice president worked as an attorney, 
Major League Baseball sent prominent players to convince Nixon to become the next baseball commissioner. After Nixon turned down the offer, owners sent John Fetzer, who at one time owned the Tigers, and John Galbraith, one-time Pirates owner, to his law office to persuade him to reconsider. Nixon refused, stating he had other things on his mind. Off the field in 1985, President Nixon arbitrated the Major League Umpire Association's labor dispute with Major League Baseball and earned a 40% pay increase for umpires working the American and National League Championship Series. President Nixon knew his baseball and had a true love for the game. In 1969, the baseball commissioner gave President Richard Nixon a trophy called Baseball's Number One Fan. Can you uh, just let me talk to Maggie? I need to tell her something. Yeah, I don't know what's going on out there. You think my uh, mother-in-law was beating her or something? But uh... yeah, does she not? Does your mother-in-law know like she could pet the dog and comfort the dog and be like, yeah. "Hey, please stop." Too much to please ask. Stop so she'll stop in a minute. There you go. Oh, now my now I got a kid screaming. So hey, you want professional podcasting? This is it. This right is now. it, brothers this and is, sisters. This is top of the line. This is why we're ranked one thousand and 99 on the uh, are we really ranked that high yeah we're up there wow we're right behind uh gardening so So, are we doing around the horn next yes we're gonna do around the horn joel's going to uh tell his dog to shut its mouth shut your mouth maggie this is a professional see here here oh wow he's got his belt he's got a belt Oh, don't beat your dog. Yeah, okay. poor, poor pup. Okay, he's back. Poor pup's got a, uh, she's got a bum leg. I don't know. She jumped wrong uh, in, early in the morning. See, your kids are even upset about it. Yeah. But she's got a, yeah. she's got a bum leg, and I had to take her to the vet this morning, and I don't know. See? Whoa. Don't talk about yeah, she's me. in the room. Don't talk about me. I was me. trying to play a game of b-ball out with the boys, and I sprained my ankle. Don't you talk about me, you dirty sluts. Come here. She's a, Come here. She, Come with daddy. She's a good dog. Anyway. Come get this peanut butter. Wow. So we're going to do around the horn. I brought this back and uh, I kind of did a question I was going to do in around the horn, but I decided not to. And we did it earlier. So uh, I actually still do have four questions for us. And the Ooh. first question is with Acuna winning the 2018 rookie of the year, what future brave do you see winning a rookie of the year in the next year or two from our crop of prospects? Who has the best chance? Soroka still got he's still eligible next year, isn't he? I don't know. I don't know to be honest with you. I think Nuke I, I think haven't... Nuke pitched too many innings this year to be um, to be eligible next year. And I think Pache is is at least two years away. So you're talking the next couple of years. Um mm-hmm. I'd probably have to go with Soroka. Or maybe an Austin Riley. Maybe maybe Austin Riley gets a shot. Yeah. I might go with Tuki Tucson. Tukey. Might be my guy. Tukey. I think he's got a real good chance, but 
I could definitely see in the next, whenever Pache comes up, 2020. I think he's got a real good shot. There's a lot of good uh, prospects out there. Most of them, though, in the American leagues, uh, they don't have to worry about those guys. They got guys down there like uh, Vlad Jr. Dude's going to dominate. Oh yeah. Um, I'll move on to the next question. Joe Maurer announced his retirement. Is he a Hall of Fame player? I saw some debate about this on on Twitter this week. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think Yadier Molina is a Hall of Famer. I think, uh, you know, go ahead and throw Dale Murphy. Go ahead and throw Lee Smith. Go ahead and throw Yadier Molina. Go ahead and throw Joe Maurer in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Joe Maurer hit 300 for his career. He played he played behind the plate, which which can uh, shorten the career of a lot of, of baseball players when they play uh, catcher for so many years. I mean, it's a wear and tear on the knees. It's, uh, I yeah, I think he's a definite Hall of Famer. Do I think he'll get voted in? No. Um, but I think yeah, he may have to go to one of the committees you know, to get voted in. You think? I, I think so, and and I but I do hope he puts up a good showing. I, I think he deserves it. Um, first catcher to ever win a batting crown. I mean, that's the guy was a great hitter, and he played the toughest position yeah. on the field. And only had to switch because of concussion issues, and then yeah. he wound up becoming a really good first baseman. Believe it or not, most people don't recognize that. How many but, guys? Uh, how many guys from the '60s and '70s and even before that do you think had "quote unquote" concussion issues, and and were never taken care of properly? Oh, I'm sure there's plenty. I'm sure there's plenty of them. I mean, well, I guess we'll never really know because it's you know they 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 know what to look for and recognize at this point in time. But right, yeah, it makes you wonder. I mean, the guy that Pete Rose took out. Did he Fossey, get, yeah. Was that concussion? Was, done. was that concussion yeah, related? Yeah, but he was done. He was done. I mean, I think he also just, broke a leg or something. I mean, it was it was insane. Yeah. I think Joe Maurer, he has a, a shot. I really don't know. You know, they they say Hall of Fame, not Hall of Good. Um, That's crap. Uh, you know. It, it just this kind of goes off. I kind of want to ask you this because this will be coming up on the next ballot, but Roy Holiday is going to be on there. Is he a guy you think that gets in the hall of fame? I do. I think that he is a hall of famer even before his tragic death. But I think, and the thing that, that disappoints me is I think that a lot of people will turn and use the fact that he died in such an untimely fashion as a reason to put him in the hall of fame. But I think his, I think his career stands alone as a hall of fame career even without that. But it's such a sin and a shame yeah. that they, they will put extra emphasis and more thought into putting him in because he, he tried, you know, died so tragically. But I think he's a Hall of Famer even if he was still alive today. Yeah, I, mean, I think he's close. I think he is. He, he was a guy that dominated for the time he was pitching. He's got over 200 wins. So I know we don't look at the win factor anymore, but he was pitching when wins were a factor. Right. So I mean um, – I think I think what we kind of mentioned. I think Joe Maurer is going to have to be voted in by a committee. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. You know, it's going to be years down the road. Um, all right. So, final question. I think. Let me see. No, no, no. I got a couple more questions. Oh, my bad. My bad. I threw I threw myself off because I asked the first question earlier as a as a, just a standalone question. So. Uh, which award that has been won by a Braves player this season do you feel is the most important? You know, we've had Silver Sluggers, um, Rookie of the Year, Manager of the Year. I think the Rookie of the Year. I, I think that that culmination and that award that kind of, you know, tells everybody that we've got 
you know, we've got one of the best players in the game. Um, I think is important. I, I think it's. I, I think that Snit getting the the vote is the. Uh, you're really distracting me right now. Um, that gets the. <laughs> now you know how I felt the past few oh, weeks. Oh, whatever. You do it just as much as I do. Um, I think that Snit getting the uh, Manager of the Year award is awesome, but. I think that as far as the as the team goes, the roster goes. I think the most important thing is the the most important one is the rookie of the year. Okay, uh, you know, and no wrong answer here. You're wrong. Um, okay. All right, thanks. For I'm gonna go out. with I'm gonna go with I'm going with manager of the year, and the reason I say that you're just being contradictory. Year, yes, because I want to be right and you're wrong. So <laughs> simple. All right, next question. I know it doesn't. No, happen. Man- I know it doesn't happen very often. So go ahead and take that. Well, it, here's the reason I say manager of the year. Uh, I believe the competition was – there's more competition with the manager of the year. We're rookie of the year. There's only four or five guys really that could be questioned as a legitimate candidate where Snicker is going against every manager in the National League. So I feel like there's more competition in, from, the, from the voters to, to go for. Shut your mouth. I didn't say so, anything. I'm just looking at you like you've lost your just, mind, and you have. I feel like I feel like he has. This is a bigger achievement uh, to do this. This uh, it's it's. I mean, to take a team from where he took it, and uh, I know it's it's the team that did it, but the way he guided them, uh, that's that's my answer. So so Brian Snicker is to Ronald Acuna what Gabe Kapler is to Juan Soto. Okay, I got it. Gotcha. Totally totally understand. No. 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 Because, I mean... I'm right, you're wrong. Because Gabe Kapler, I mean, you know... Hey, man, he had a couple good weeks of managing. Hey, man, what what you talking about Gabe Kapler for? He looks good in a Speedo. Yeah, on the beach. On the beach. Okay. Okay. So, I'm just joking. It's actually the uh, Water Boy of the Year. I like that. Water Boy. Yes. So, last question. Thank you. I highly, I highly suggest people if you like to watch YouTube stuff, go to Alex Bregman's uh, channel, and he has been posting a lot of fun stuff lately. Dude is just everywhere. Recently, he posted a video where him and his buddies go to. a uh, restaurant and tip the waitress 500. They call beforehand and get with the manager. Like, Hey, who's one of the, like the waitresses that just are struggling right now. You know, we want to do something nice. We're coming, come in and give her a big tip. So that was one cool thing he did. He, he uh, gave $500 tip to this girl. Like they just went in there, ordered water and then they acted like they had to leave and left a tip of $500. Um, he's been showing up to like LSU games. Obviously he's a LSU alumni. What's so funny? What I say? Oh my god! Nothing. Uh, Go no, ahead. No, I got it. I got it. <laughs> so, so, recently, so what you're telling me? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're not getting away that easy. So what you're telling me is Alex Bregman is leaving waitresses big tips. He's leaving her. He's yeah. leaving her the big tip. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Let's just move on. <laughs> so a uh, a couple. Oh. A couple recently. A couple recently uh, got married, and they get on, I think, like Instagram and, and just sent out a, a video to Alex Bregman saying, hey, 
you uh you come to our our, our reception right just kind of joking dude shows up with his friend so he actually crashes the reception and does all this cool stuff that's pretty cool and uh, so shh, shh, shut your mouth so my question is i'm just gonna limit it to the braves any any braves player past present say that we're doing our reception over again me and you when we got married um who is the guy that you would invite to crash your wedding the current brave right current former any brave in history Got? Well, you know the obvious answer, but and you can't. It, the answer can't be Dale Murphy. There, oh, let's okay. go from there. Um, man, I gotta tell you, I mine mine would probably be David Justice. Hmm, I've met him before, but he is he's a larger than life personality. He's so super friendly. He can joke around. He can be you know not you know vulgar inappropriate but you know joking haha inappropriate i i got to play around a golf with him and and he was he was a blast to hang out with so i'd probably say david justice cool 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 i'm gonna go with john smoltz i think he's such a energetic guy oh like shaking his head no okay i mean um greg olson is that right that's a good answer damon barry hill no i'm going with john smoltz man i think i think he's got so many cool stories. I think he's not a guy you got to worry about in, going in there and just acting like an idiot. Part of me wants to go with a young guy like Ozzy Albies, or you know, and that'd be cool for younger folks. But if you, uh, if, we're old farts. If you want people to get naked, do some illegal stuff, you want to invite Marcus Giles. That dude, or, yeah, he's or, or the or the ghost of Ken Kennedy. Wow, too soon, dude. Guys, guys want to do some speed balls. Um, yeah, I'm going with John Smoltz, man. Okay. I think it'd just be fun to have him there. Have some, you know, it'd be funny to have Greg Matt. I, I, I was thinking about all these players, I guess, their personality. Who do you want? I think he would just be really cool with the crowd and respectful and things like that. You're wrong, uh, but that's okay. So, okay, great. You're, Whatever. You're still, my, you're still it, my second favorite Joel besides myself. Show your oh, pop that top. Got it. Got the tip off. Pop that top. That's awesome. Wife just brought me a can of pasta to pop the top. Got to show off these gums. Yeah, right. That would have sucked if I wouldn't have got it open. That that would suck okay, if you couldn't have that, gotten it take off. Take this to the neighbors. That would suck if you couldn't got Get it off. Get out of here. Get out of here. We got kids listening so? to this show. They, they need to learn about the tip. <laughs> hey guys, when you when you want to go around giving good tips, let me tell you. Just right. That's Joel Bronson, P.O. Box. Well, um, anything you want to pub? We're going to close up the show, buddy. Definitely have something I want to pub. Um, we're running overtime here uh, as we are. Tip. As we are. Yeah, I want to pub my tip. It, it won't be a very big pub. It'll be really, really quick and short. Um, Half a pixel. Uh, yeah. Um, as we record, the Gators are kicking off, so I'd like to. Oh, wow. I would like to. Uh, let everyone know of the sacrifice that I have made for this show today. Um, but anyway, the thing I want to pub is okay. um, Dale and his family are doing uh, two more MVP experiences, one in June and one in August. Uh, so go to www.www.dalemurphy.com. And I'm playing peekaboo with your son. 
Um, yeah. And uh, check it out, man. It's a it's a good time. And and one thing I actually brought up to Dale was it's cool for someone who doesn't live close to Atlanta, who can't go to a bunch of games like maybe you can or our other friend David. Um, if you only get up once or twice a year, why not make a whole day of it? And yeah, I'm tired too, kid. Your your son your your son feels my pain because you wear me out. Um, why not make a complete and total whole day of it? Get a meal in, um, get some cool get some cool swag, and get to hang out with a uh, should be Hall of Famer and a two time NL MVP. So, what's those dates again? Uh, June fifteenth and August seventeenth. Uh, Do you know what teams the Braves are playing? Uh, this June fifteenth, they play the Phillies, and August seventeenth, they play the Dodgers. Ooh. And in the ad, did, in the ad, and I'll I'll post a screenshot of this. Um, wasn't last year? Did you go when you? Well, the second time was that against the Dodgers also, or one the first time maybe? Uh, did you play the Dodgers? No, one was against the Diamondbacks. I don't remember who the other one was against. Yeah. But my wife uh, sent a picture, and I'll post it on. Uh, I'll post it on Twitter of uh, I'm in the background of the ad for the uh, for the MVP. Experience. Oh, so cool. I'm slightly, I'm slightly famous. Not really, but uh, it, yeah, a lot more famous than I am. No, not really. So um, what and, do you got? I'm going to just pub uh, the uh, chop fest again. I can't remember the date. I don't have it popped up. Do you have that? January 19th, I believe. January 19th. It's a Saturday. So uh, hopefully we'll go and you guys can go. We can all hang out. But it's it's a blast. And definitely check out the Bill Murphy thing. I'd love to do that. Maybe a chance I can do that since uh, I married a sugar mama. My wife's a sugar mama. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, baby. She's gotta, she'll be making the big money now and I'm still mopping floors. At the local Arby's. Oh. Awesome. So uh, I'm reading another book right now, and I'll, I'll pub it also. But I'm, I'm reading the book Mario Ano. Yeah, Mariano Rivera's book. It's been really good. I've enjoyed it. You know what I don't like about some of these books? It's tough because they don't have much to go on. So they just pull like newspaper articles, and basically a chapter is, is like box scores. Right. You know, okay, then so and so got a hit. This, it's like, uh, that's not very entertaining, uh, as a, you know, to me for books. But sometimes these guys are dead. It's all they can do with the research. But uh, get these guys in here that really tell their stories. And I did read Mike Piazza's book, and I thought it was really good. He got he gave a lot of stories. It wasn't just box scores and things like that. So Rivera's book is really good. I like it. Um, so. That's, you I'm just, about to finish it. Dude, you read so fast, man. Like, I bought the and, – and it's my attention span. It's not my uh, – and I'm, I'm not making a joke, but I'm kind of making a joke. It's not my reading ability. Like, I'm a freaking English mm-hmm. teacher. You know, it's it's not that. It's just that I my attention span, I can't I can't stick with something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll go back to it, read a little bit, and then I'll jump onto something else or – you know, it's just so crazy. That's why, that's why books, my advice, short chapters. You feel like you accomplished something. It keeps your attention span but, just long enough. and then. But you, you read the Chipper book, it. and you read it pretty fast. Yeah. I've gotten through three or four chapters, and I haven't gone back to it yet. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If it's good, it keeps my attention. 
I mean, I know what you're saying. So, um, guys, check us out. We're on Facebook. If you want to join our group, feel free to at the High and Inside Podcast. At the High and Inside Podcast. What am I saying? The High and Inside Podcast. Fuck off. And Twitter. You can get that handle because I'll, I'll screw it up as usual. There's just underscore, underscore and underscore inside. Say it one more time. Maggie. Maggie's going to interpret for our canine friends. Um, we probably have more canine listeners than human listeners. At high mm-hmm. underscore and underscore inside. Yeah, or just type in search high and inside uh, podcast. Our icon is the little uh, baseball that looks like it was eaten by the dog in Sandlot. So beast the beast the beast uh i'm at j trav walker and i'm at uf7 gator go gators <laughs> so uh hopefully uh got some more stuff uh winter meetings are coming up here in a few weeks i'm looking forward to that i think we might start seeing some stuff happen might see some free agents some trades uh going back also real muto it's been mentioned that the marlins may not trade him in the nl east so i don't know if the whole braves thing may happen i think it would be smart for the marlins to kind of make him the centerpiece of the franchise centerpiece of the rebuild um because he he is a very good catcher he's a good defensive catcher and he hits for average and so i would do anything i could and i'm not Derek jeter but you know if i was i would do anything i could to make him happy and 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 let him know hey we want you to be the guy here and we're going to rebuild around you and make him feel like he's a part of the, you know, a real part of the franchise. Cause I think he's, I think he's outstanding. I think he's an outstanding. I think he's the best catcher in baseball right now. Yeah. Well, his agent came out pretty much didn't really make it out to that, that he wants to stay there. So, and real quick, I know we're about to end, but what do you think of the Marlins' new logos, their new uniforms? I like it, and being a 44-year-old dude, I remember Miami Vice with those colors and 44? everything. 44? Shut up. Shut your, well, you were 60. Shut your cake hole. Um, I remember the old Miami Vice logos and that, that color scheme. I think it's really cool. So uh, I give it a thumbs yeah. up. I think it's pretty cool. Same here, man. Definitely better than the last one, so... All right, cool. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and hopefully we'll catch you sometime soon and hit us up anytime you want. Yep. Uh, Put a poll up on Twitter. Put some other information up on Twitter uh, as we were. Put the tip up. Yeah, put the tip. Just put the tip in. Um, That, you know, put uh, a couple things up on Twitter as we were doing the show. Um, So go check it out. Interact with us. Uh, Subscribe on iTunes if you get a chance, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see ya. Bye-bye. That was kind of creepy. Yes. Yeah.
I haven't yet. That's the impression that I get. 